I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we are also sending them straight to your inbox. I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here again for this extended interview with Eric where he's going to talk to us about how to travel the world for free by bartering your services. Hey Eric. Hey, thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for joining me again and I'm so excited about this topic because we all want to learn from you with this. But before we get to all of your tips and tricks, can you tell us a little bit about you and why you live an offbeat life? Sure. So when I initially kind of came up with this idea to travel around the world, I was actually working a, a corporate career and I was basically teaching teachers in Miami. And so every day I would teach the same lesson to a different group of teachers at a different Miami middle school. And it just was this very groundhogish Bill Murray type day. And every day was very, very, very similar. So I kind of came up with this idea, which is, okay, what is my deepest dream? What is the the number one thing I want to do with my life. And it kind of came back as this crazy idea, which is I want to travel around the world because who doesn't want to do that? It sounds really fun. And I wanted to travel around the world without flying. And I wanted to see if I could actually make it across all seven continents. And I wanted to, you know, try and do the challenge of something that ridiculous or that impossible and see if I could pull it off. But then I also wanted to transform my life. I wanted to become a photographer, a filmmaker and a travel writer as I was traveling around the world. And then the crazy part about that is that when I initially kind of came up with these dreams and this idea is I didn't even own a camera. I had no experience in travel writing and I didn't have any background in in doing any sort of video or anything like that. So it's not just a story about travel, but it was also kind of this transformation. How am I going to go from the corporate to the creative? And your story is pretty interesting because, you know, a lot of us left corporate, but then you did something else, right? You wanted to go all around the world and using this bartering system. How did you even think about that idea? Because most people would be like, well, I'll either work or I'll either save up. But most people don't think about what you thought about. Yeah. So my initial plan was to just save up, right? That was what I thought was going to happen because when I came up with this idea initially, I was actually in debt. So I didn't have any money. So I took a second job. So I was initially working two jobs, trying to save as much money. I gave myself a year to kind of learn all of these skills in terms of filming and photos. And also that same year to save as much money as I could, because I thought I was going to have to kind of try and pay my way around the world. And then I just had this really kind of crazy idea about two weeks before I left, which I technically flew to Cape Town, South Africa, and that's where I started. And so I had built this very basic travel blog with only pictures of me and Miami Beach on it. I would practice my photography at sunrise every morning. So it was always, you know, my full portfolio was just basically lifeguard towers in South Beach at sunrise, which were nice shots, but had nothing to do with travel or hotels or anything like that. But I drafted this email out 
And I sent it to every hotel in Cape Town, which would be from your five-star hotels all the way down to your really terrible hostels. And I just literally went to TripAdvisor and I would find the hotels and then I would go to their hotel website and I would get their basic info, which was usually just like info at capetownhotel.com. And I would plug in this email that I had just written that, that very night, actually, which was offering to do photos of their rooms, of their restaurant, of their lobby, of whatever it is, is on the grounds. If they had a pool or did this nice breakfast or dinners or whatever, I would do photos and then a, a video, like a 60 to 90 second video. In exchange, what I was asking for was room and board. So it would be my meals, of course, and then all the, the lodging for a full week. And so you know, you send this out and you think, oh my God, people are going to laugh at me. What a joke. Because if you look at my portfolio at the time, there's no hotel stuff on there. And it was a miracle. It truly, truly felt like a miracle when the next morning after sending it to a hundred hotels, three hotels in Cape Town had actually replied and said, you can come and stay for free and we'll take you up on your offer. And I was just like, wow, this is incredible. And so from there I thought, okay, great. I'm on to something. Let me, you know, try this every step along the way. And it ended up working with over 200 hotels, three or four cruise lines, and all the way around the world. And I'm not saying this to brag or anything like that, but when I got back and I completed the three years of traveling, it was over a quarter of a million dollars worth of room and board and cruises that I had actually bartered for. And starting without a camera at the very beginning when this was just my first idea to then going and seeing, wow, this actually worked. Um, was a pretty incredible transition. That is pretty amazing. And you are such a great example of somebody who didn't have experience with this before because often people think that you need to have all of this experience or a ton of followers to be able to do this. But what you did was completely unique, right? Because it wasn't about the likes. It was about the service that you were offering. Yeah, exactly. So I never approached it as an influencer. I always approached the hotels as a photographer or as a filmmaker. I mean, of course, I did reference my social media, but never was that kind of part of the agreement. And to be honest, they didn't really want that. What they wanted was something that tangible that they could use. And so it was the photos which would go on their TripAdvisor or their website or their own social media, or they would use the video and kind of plug that into the same outlets. And so for me, and I mentioned this earlier, but you know, you can offer whatever it is you're interested in. It for me, it just happened to be photography. I had said that, you know, I came across engineers that were doing electrical work in exchange for a room in Africa or personal trainers that were training guests for free in exchange for a room or chefs that were cooking in exchange for. So there's just so many ways and hotels are really open. I feel like to getting something tangible from somebody in exchange for a room because the room's going to sit there empty anyway. Love that. Now let's talk about more. Let's dig deeper into your pitching, right? What did you include in your pitch? How did you introduce yourself? How did you kind of introduce the fact that you wanted to barter for stay or whatever it is that you wanted to exchange with these companies? Yeah. So I kept it very, very short and sweet because I didn't want to overwhelm people. And also keep in mind, I crossed about 50 countries. So I didn't even know if I was sending it to people that could 
read or speak English. So I only spoke English. So I was always sending this in English. So I wanted to keep it very, very short and simple. And I've actually said this to people is that if you want to get this letter, I'm happy to, if you reach out to me through email or Instagram, I'm, I'm at Travel Tall. I'm happy to send it to other people because I really want people to be able to do this. I've actually coached other people and they've gotten it to work. So I know for sure it works even beyond just me. So anyway, it would just be a very short opening line. Hey, I'm on the special journey traveling around the world. I'm a travel writer and photographer. And what I'd like to do is you know, offer photos in exchange for lodging for, and then I would plug in the dates. So I would say lodging from May 14th to May, whatever. And then whenever I was going to be there, of course, I would have a link to my portfolio. And then I would just mention my social media stuff. I don't even think, I can't remember if I did link that or not, but I would only have one link, which was to my portfolio, which funny enough at the beginning was very, very blank. So it worked even with no portfolio or very minor portfolio. Now, as I traveled and worked with hotels, of course, I built this portfolio up and now it looks pretty nice in comparison. But at the beginning, it was very, very bare bones and um, it was only maybe three paragraphs and and I just tried to keep it very, very short and sweet. You know, people would reply to that and then we could kind of hash out the details if need be. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things that people tend to forget. People don't want to read your life story. They just want you to get to the point, get to it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> just keep it. And I would actually too, I think one of the things I would do too is I would bold the, the important points so that it would really stick out, which is, you know, um, in exchange for photos in a film so that they knew, even if they're going to throw it away or delete the email, you're going to see those like two or three bold sentences. And maybe one of those catches your eyes. And remember, I'm just sending these to very generic emails like info at hotel.com. So I don't even know who's even reading these. And so at the beginning, I would put dear management team, and then I insert the hotel name. And that way, if somebody at the front desk was reading it, they would know to forward it hopefully to the management team or the owner or whoever it would be. And one of the things that I did want to mention, it seemed to work really well with your boutique hotels, any sort of hostel, but it, it worked with five-star hotels. I tended to stay away when I was in the United States from kind of your chain hotels, like your Hilton's or your Marriott's, because they typically have their own kind of corporate people to do that kind of stuff. But if you offer a different service, who knows, maybe they would take you up. Love that. That's a really good tip because you're right. Usually they have their own PR management company and they're the ones who deal with that stuff. And it's a lot harder to do that. So let's talk about you going and traveling to like Antarctica and like going on a ship to go there and it was free. You mentioned this before our interview and I'm like, Eric, how did you do this? <laughs> because it's not just hotels, right? Now it's like transportation yeah. to one of the most expensive places to go to on earth. <laughs> I was just going to say, so the cheapest ticket to get to Antarctica at the time was about $10,000. And now keep in mind, traveling around the world is my deepest dream. And I don't want to leave one full continent off the list, right? So now that I've made it across like five or six continents, technically six, I'm like, okay, I really got to get to Antarctica to make this feel like I've, I can say I went around the whole world. And so I was actually in Chicago at the time, and it was really the only time I ever used Google. But I Googled all the companies that sail to Antarctica, and there's only about 12. And like I said, the cheapest ticket was $10,000, and there's no way I'm going to pay $10,000. I could have afforded it, but it would have like broke the bank, you know? And so I was like, all right, let me try my hotel pitch 
with these $10,000 cruise companies. And I'm thinking there's no way, what I do is pretty good, but it's not $10,000 good, right? So like, there's no way my value is gonna equal the ticket. So I just said, you know what? Let me go for it. I've only, you know, I've got a one in 12 chance because there's 12 companies that sail that far. And, you know, the odds of that are even much lower. And um, same thing happened. I emailed them all this very short letter and one of the cruise companies, um, Antarctica Expeditions, which sails out of Argentina, said, sure, you can go for two weeks on one of our cruises. And I actually, I got a tattoo to kind of like, like honor how much of a miracle that really felt like because it truly was like now I'm not just going to make it across the world I'm going to make it around and across all seven continents and I'm using my skill that I didn't even have when I started this journey to get there and I ended up having to kind of race from Chicago all the way down to Ushuaia which is the southernmost part of Argentina I had about three or four months to get that far which is like 25,000 miles. But when you're only using public transportation and you got to get across Patagonia, trust me, it is, I made it with one day to spare, to be honest. <laughs> like I made it one day ahead of time and um, I was able to get on the cruise. I did the photos, I did some films for them. And it was to me the best place I've ever been. Antarctica is hands down number one place. It's just so real, it's so raw. It's so beautiful and it was sunny. It wasn't, there's beautiful mountains. So yeah, I ended up bartering my way to Antarctica for two weeks, which was just beyond anything I ever could have comprehended. That is incredible. And it is in a way a miracle, but not really because you took the chance, right? You used what you learned. For sure. And all of this too, like there was so much hard work going into this. Like on my end, when I worked with a hotel, whether it was a five-star hotel or a hostel, I broke my back for them, right? I would work as hard as humanly possible to become a better photographer along the way, to make better videos, to get them as many really, really nice photos as I could possibly do. So I was working extremely hard. So like when people say you're lucky like i'm like no 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 no. i'm not lucky at all like i worked for all of this there was no luck involved like this was skill but more than skill this was just uh, a stick to uh, a determination that i didn't even know i had until i got out there and had to kind of you know figure out if i'm going to fly or fail and learn these skills on the road but then not just learn and become better and keep pushing myself eventually to get to Antarctica. Love that. These are such great tips and tricks, Eric. And of course, things that people didn't even know they can barter for. So I love this. One quick point, like with the bartering, I would have to send my email to a hundred hotels, some cities to get one yes. And that's the thing. People don't always want to sit there and copy and paste and look up the hotel emails. And it didn't even take me that long. It only took me two hours to do a hundred emails. But the success is in the numbers, right? The bigger net you cast, if you send to 200 hotels in Buenos Aires and you get one yes, that's what it is sometimes. But if you send it like I did, you know, to 200 hotels in Buenos Aires and you get five yeses, well, now I can space those hotels out and I've got five weeks in Buenos Aires, you know? So you just have to cast your net as big as possible and you have to be really determined. And obviously it goes without saying, but you can't give up. You have to Email them two or three times if you have to. Exactly. It's just persistence and making sure that you pretty much turn over every single rock out there. So, and it's work. 
And that's like the difference maker, though. People think they're persistent, but when they get in the like the throngs of it, and and I know this because I've I've showed people how to do this, and they give up mm-hmm. after twenty emails. And I'm like, well, that's why you didn't get a yes because you didn't send the hundred like I had probably said you should. So it seems easy to just be persistent, but I do think that's a skill that maybe you know you have to really tap into. Love that. Yes, that's it really that's the key to everything, whether you're pitching or you're working for something, anything in life. And that's why you were able to do all of this and save, you know, a quarter of a million traveling the world because of the hard work that you put into it. So it's not like you're just going on vacation the whole time. You have to work for this as well because, you know, you're either spending your time or your money in something. So you have to decide. And that makes it so much more rewarding when you have to work for something and you're grinding from, you know, getting from city to city on the on these kind of arduous bus rides that I was doing. And and you're working with these hotels like you feel good, like you're doing something. You're not just going and visiting and looking at a, a nice site or you're going and doing a tour. You're you're there and you're working with local people and you're doing something on kind of the local level, which it feels really good and to work hard to make your way is what I wanted to do, you know, because I wasn't working hard in the corporate world. I was just kind of coasting, you know, so that that was an important thing. I wanted to to work hard. It takes on so much more meaning when you do it that way than just, you know, going there, paying for it. And then it's just a regular vacation, you know, which is nice to do sometimes, but it, it takes a different meaning when you do that. For sure. For sure. Vacations are still good. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, we need a rest sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Eric, for being here today. We really appreciate you and your knowledge. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? Yeah. And they can definitely reach out in terms of getting that letter from me. I'd, ha- I'd be happy to email it to people. So you can reach out on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. I'm just at Travel Tall. And then my book, which I just published, is called Sky's the Limit, One Man's 70,000 Mile Journey Around the World. And people can check that out on Amazon. So um, reach out. I'd love for, for your listeners to read it. And let me know what they think. Perfect. Thanks so much, Eric. Thank you. It's been a blast. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Eric. Make sure to visit the offbeatlife.com again that's the offbeatlife.com to get the full interview where he shares his whole journey around the world hey friend have you been wanting to start a podcast i know it can be overwhelming in the beginning believe me i have been there Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreateapodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing, to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreateapodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at the. OB Live. I'll talk to you soon.